This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen 750. Patchy fog, sunny and warm today. We'll see a high of 84. Right now, it's 65 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Nine News, Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matarese uh, is here this morning, as he is every Monday, so you don't waste your money. But he's very angry. He brought in his, doesn't that stink skunk? <laughs> because he was listening to us talk about yes, the Thrill List. Uh, thrilllist.com just ranked all 50 states by how beautiful they are. California uh, making the list at number one as the most beautiful. And John heard that story coming in this morning, yeah. and you were very disappointed. I was to punch my car radio. I said it was so West Coast centric. <laughs> if anybody heard you report that, it's at seven thirty-five. I mean, it was all Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, California, and Utah. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. East of the Mississippi, there are beautiful states: Ohio, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Tennessee. What about the mountains of Tennessee? What about North Carolina? What about sure. Maine and the lighthouses and oh, the rocky Maine, seashore? Yeah. There are so many beautiful states on the East Coast. The, the Florida Gulf Coast. And, Do you and, feel and that there was an like, agenda here, John? Yeah, and everything's like Portland, Oregon. I'm so sick of hearing how great Portland, Oregon is, okay? I'm tired. They were Jeff probably just went on vacation there. He well, loved it. it is have streetcars there. Yeah, we have streetcars here. Then again, you know, I've only been to the west coast of Oregon, so I don't mm. know what's further east than that. There but, you go. Uh, it is John's assertion that most of the people that put that list together are from California yeah. or from the west coast. I've never they been anywhere are. else. So, John Matarese, once again, uncovering yet another conspiracy. <laughs> another consumer conspiracy. This one's not a conspiracy. It's the uh, new iOS 10. And a lot of people have downloaded it, have, have updated their phones. A lot of people haven't yet. A lot of people are, are waiting. I'm one of the people who wait about a week or two. Yeah, me too. I, I want them to get the bugs out. Right. Because as soon as the first people upgrade, it's like everyone's saying, ah, my phone bricked up. It did know? have a bug, yeah. too, it, it didn't, didn't it? Have, it did have The some first bugs. one did. If, yeah. yeah. If you had an older version of iTunes, people's, people's phones were Bricking, bricking up, and they had to uh, send out an update on how to on how to fix it. But there's some great things in it. Once you do it, once you update to the new iOS 10, and uh, you ladies will love this one: a Find My Car feature. Whoa. Oh my god! Yeah. If you, yeah, if you have Bluetooth in your car, which it'll, I do, it'll automatically sync with the Bluetooth as to where you're located. It'll drop a pin on your Apple Maps. Oh, yeah. so awesome. Then you go to the bars, go to the restaurants. You know, you're coming out of a Bengals. <laughs> Game and you're like, uh, oh my god, was where I, did I, I could have used that street or Saturday street? night yeah. at the FC game? Because I told Jacob after we parked, I said, Buddy, you are gonna have to remember where the car is, yeah, yeah. because I'm not gonna have a clue. Because we took so many turns uh-huh. and little, oh, yeah, 
after Oktoberfest, the Bengals game. What do they call that? Dude, where's my car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So it's, a, it's a drop pin, and you just look at the map, you find your code. That is, that is awesome. I like this one. Uh, the ability to delete standard apps that you never use, such as Stock Market. You uh-huh. know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. never use that, that app. But they come there. with the phone, and you're stuck with them, kind yeah, of. Yeah, you're stuck with those and apps. And it lets you delete them? Yeah, you'll be able to with the uh, iOS 10. That's great. Uh, improved oh. Siri. That's good. Hopefully, she'll finally understand. Get a personality for a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Siri selfies. You'll be able to say, Siri, I want to take a selfie. She'll automatically turn it on the camera, flip it around, and everything for you. Oh, that wow. is pretty that. good. Smile. Like this one. Adjustable flashlight brightness instead of the flashlight. Oh, yeah. Flashlight just being bright. If you ever turn it on at two in the morning and it like wakes everybody else up in the bedroom. Ah! So this way you'll be able to just put the flashlight on low. One of my friends has been uh, sending me pictures that she's drawn, like almost like a telestrator. Uh-huh. Is that one of the new yeah, apps? Yeah, I think that is yeah. one of the things that you can do. Yeah, you can do all sorts of things with that and with photo albums, uh, much more advanced photo albums and features like that. So a lot of cool new things on the new iOS 10. Here's the best part. It's free. Oh, Some yeah. Good stuff Just on there. iPhone 5 or 6. And See, I don't want to download it because I know it's going to crash my 5C and then I'm going to be forced to get a new phone. <laughs> there you go. Hey, later today on 9 on your side, you guys talked about that gas line pipeline down on the East Coast. Is that going to make a big raise for our gas prices this week? We'll check it out Ooh. so you don't waste your money. All right. Thank you, John. <laughs> So, as you know, we do brand new second date updates every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Today, of course, Monday. So, this is a brand new second date update, but this is very important. You want to pay attention, especially yeah. even more so than usual, to today's second date update. Yep, because when it wraps up, I'm going to ask you a question about it. And if you know the answer in your caller 20, you're going to win $500. Go on a date, get blown off. You want to know what it is about you that they found so repulsive? <laughs> no, oh. not necessarily. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sarahly, oh, oh. yeah, you want to know if there was something that you did, maybe that was misunderstood, or maybe the whole thing is just a big misunderstanding, and we can get a second date out of it. Mm-hmm. Clear it up, Rebecca. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hi, good morning. How are you? Doing great. Doing good. Uh, we got your email here about Jack. You want to tell us how the two of you met? Sure. So I work with Jack um, in the same building but in different departments. All right. um, and he's just a really, really nice guy and super shy. Well, actually, not really super shy. He's a little bit shy, but he's really cute. Mm-hmm. And I've just wanted to talk to him for kind of a while. Um, but we never really got a chance to actually have that conversation because, you know, I'd only see him when I'd pass by his desk. So what happened? Was there like a company function that you guys finally had the opportunity to connect? Yeah, actually, sometimes we have happy hours on Fridays, and so he was there, I was there, and we ended up talking for 
quite a while. And right as he was going to leave, he said we needed to hang out sometime. And, Ooh. you know, of course, nice. I was thrilled. Yeah, doors open. <laughs> yep, here we go. Right. And then he actually was kind of super fast and forward because he asked if I wanted to go out that next night. Oh, uh, cool. Of course, I said absolutely. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, what'd you do? Well, he said he asked me if I would pick him up, which kind of threw me off just a little bit because I was always used to boys coming to pick you up. That's how I was raised. If you go on a date, yeah, right? but it's 2016 uh, now, right? Which is why I said yes. But I mean, he had a legitimate excuse. He said his car was in the shop, so of course oh. that wasn't a problem. Okay. So I went and I picked him up, and we went to the Montgomery Inn. And from what I thought, we had a really great time. Um, he was easy to talk to. We laughed a lot. It was funny. We knew each other just a little bit, but it was good because we actually got to have those real conversations. What I like about the Montgomery Inn, though, is you know, you're doing chicken and ribs and barbecue sauce. You better get comfortable <laughs> quick. Well, it did go well. So well that on the way back to my car, he kissed me, and it was really nice. And then I drove him home, and I hoped that he'd ask me in because we did kiss a little bit earlier, but he didn't. Um, he gave me a kiss on the cheek, and that was kind of it. Yeah, I would have been like, would you like to come in for a nightcap? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you to make out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, and, so you weren't going to invite yourself in. A little bit. Say that again? I've heard from him a little bit, you know, just a few texts, but nothing, you know, as far as going out again. And he just kind of acts exactly how he did before our date. And that's a little disappointing because I really did have a good time, and and I really felt that spark in our conversation was good. And I just, you know, I have to see him every day, not not a ton every day, but I have to see him and I want to know what's up. Yeah, right. Yeah. That would that would be weird if it's a good date and you still work together and then he acts like it never even happened. It really was. Yeah. Well, at least they don't work in the same department. Yeah. That's something if this doesn't go well. But, hey, let's be optimistic. We will take a break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we'll give Jack a call and see what he thinks of Rebecca and the date, she kind of, hey, who paid? So if you drove, did he pay? He did. He paid. He paid. Okay. So we'll find out how the date went from Jack's perspective coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Well, Rebecca works in the same building as Jack, although they work in separate departments. She does pass by his desk on occasion, and from what little she has interacted with him, seems like a very nice guy, so much so that she wanted a chance to really engage him a little bit, get to know him some. They do company happy hours, I believe, would you say, Rebecca, like the first Friday of the month or the last Friday of the month? I forget which. The first Friday of the month. First Friday of the month. And that was her in. She talked to him, and he asked her out. He re- not only did he respond, he asked her out the following night. So they went to Montgomery Inn. Rebecca actually did the driving because Jack's car was in the shop, but that was okay. And give him credit for going to the Montgomery Inn out of the gate when you're dealing with ribs and barbecue sauce. <laughs> There's other things that you can order there, which you can eat with a fork or a knife. What'd, yeah. you, get, what'd you get, Rebecca? Did you get the ribs? We got the ribs, and it was all good. Great. Easy breezy conversation, and then he took or no, she took him home. But mm-hmm. sadly, he did not invite her in. But on the way to the car, yes, that, that, I'm sorry, I forgot, I left that out. Can't they forget the out. big hot kiss on the way to the car. Nice. So kissing. she was thinking, you know, when they got back, maybe did he kiss you again? Then in the car before barely on on the cheek, so he, not not as intimate as it was earlier. Okay. Hmm. That's curious. I wonder if something happened between the parking lot. Mm-hmm. All right, let's call Jack. And get Jack's side of the story. 
Hey, Jack. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Jack, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Jeff and Jen? Yep. Yes, sir. From the radio, from Q102. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up? Uh, not much. We got Fritch and Tim here, the whole gang. Say hi, everyone. Hi, Jack. Good morning. <laughs> Yo. Well, I don't understand. Well, Jack, there is someone we both know who is a fan of yours, and we wanted to chit-chat about her for a moment or two on the radio with your permission. Would that be all right with you? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Rebecca, who you work with, or I guess you don't work with, but she works in your building and you guys went out to Montgomery Inn? Okay, yeah. I got to tell you, Rebecca had a wonderful time. She told us all about it, said you're awesome. Right. She found you interesting, and not that she's someone who likes to kiss and tell, but she did mention you may have made out a little in the parking lot Mm -hmm. before you all left. And I got to say, I think she's a little disappointed she hasn't heard from you since. You want to tell us what's going on? She's Rebecca's awesome. No, that's good. Yeah. She'll be happy to hear that. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome enough that you'd be willing to ask her out again, or have you just been busy? What's going on with you? No, I mean, everything was cool. Um, Great conversation. She's super cool. But uh, she had to drive because my car is in the shop. It's super lame, but it's like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything was cool. Then we get in our car, and it's like Christmas music. Christmas music. Yeah, like Oh Holy Night. Like, the, you know that song, Oh Holy Night? <laughs> yeah. I love Oh yeah, Holy Night. Sure, we know that. <laughs> um, but it's like the middle of summer, you know what I mean? I'm like, what's this is, like, what's up? She's like, mm-hmm. I love Christmas music. Oh. I'm like, okay. So she loves Christmas music so much, she listens to it year-round. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a thing. I have a friend. My friend Katie is all about it. She listens all year round. Really? She gets excited, even more excited when we get to the you know the holiday season. When it's, but, when it's yeah. everywhere. Well, when the spirit's in you like that. I mean, well, you need I've an always outlet. thought we should have the Christmas spirit year round. Yeah. That's why I carry a snowman coffee mug. That's why. I know some people, they leave their Christmas decorations on like way past Christmas, but mm-hmm. never like heard of anyone actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jewish. I was going to ask that. Like, what's the problem? Do you not believe in Christmas? Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, I, I'm not, like, super devout or anything, but, like, you know, it's a big part of my life. Yeah. And I thought she knew that. I don't know. I, I it, What, that you're Jewish? It would be weird. It would be super weird for me to be listening to Christmas music all year round, is all I'm saying. Right. Could you, could you handle it around the Christmas holidays? Is yeah, are just... you, I mean, obviously you're open to dating outside your faith, at least I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I... Are you kidding? It's Christmas. I have to be cool with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so, Rebecca, you still with us? I mean, sorry, what were we going to say, Jack? Is Rebecca on the line? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I was not intentionally deceiving you. Typically, most people we call nowadays, they kind of know the drill. And uh, with Second Date Update, Rebecca called us, told us the deal, and then that's when we called you. So she is on the line with us, I think. Rebecca, you still there? Yeah, I am. So you heard everything Jack said. I did. Yeah. I I hadn't realized that you're Jewish. We never uh, discussed religion, but 
I, I'm, I'm bummed, but I get it. I am a huge Christmas fan, um, huge holiday fan in general, and you would be miserable between <laughs> Halloween and New Year's if we were together because it is, it's constant music, decorations, shopping. I go to all of the parties. I throw the parties. I Whoa. I get it. She's really into it. I, love I get that. it. I, I used to be like that. Yeah, I used to be crazy Christmas, Christmas lady. Crazy. Yeah, year round might be a bit much, but it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, I have to say that I of course I have my iPod plugged up when I'm in the car, so it wasn't intentional that I was oh playing Christmas music on this date. But it's, <laughs> let's see how the Jewish guy can handle yeah, all the Christmas music. Hang. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I, I mean, I get it. I, you know, yeah. down the road, it's, it would be a problem. You know what I mean? It's just like, call, call it what it is. Yeah. Not a match. Nope. <laughs> okay. No. Nope. Well, Jack, thanks for taking the call and indulging us. We appreciate you giving us a scoop. And mm-hmm. Rebecca, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's really not and that far away. Yeah. I mean, seriously, December 25th will be here before you know before it. Before you know it. Right. It's almost Halloween. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Take care. And Jack, thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jim Morning Show. If we can ever do the same for you, a second date update, let us know. All right, thanks, guys. All right, buddy, All right, so evidently this is not a uh, brand new second date update. My apologies <laughs> for that. I I was out a week and I just I must not have kept good record keeping because uh, I had it listed as a brand new one and and uh, I'm I'm sorry if if you've already heard it and you had to sit through it again. I know you look forward to those new second date updates on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and we're usually pretty good about these things, but. But we're human. Somehow that got away from me. However, the silver lining in this is that, you know, if you've heard it twice, you shouldn't you should know the material pretty well. I don't know. I tried to make the uh <laughs> the the question a little bit harder. Did you? A little bit. Maybe not. Here we go. For five hundred dollars. This is a five hundred dollar happy ending. Caller twenty. If you know the answer, you're gonna win. Tim, our very own Tim, has a friend who listens to Christmas music year round. What's her name? What? Come on! Were hey, you paying text her right attention? Now. Let her know she's the star of this. Were you paying attention? That's really Of hard. course not! Tim has a friend who listens to Christmas music year-round. What's her name? 513-749-2320. Call her 20. Gets Is she allowed to call it. in, too? A friend? And that was mentioned on the second uh-huh. date update. Yeah, it was. Amy, welcome to Jeff and Jen's second date update. Happy ending. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Now, uh, was that the first time you had heard that particular second date update? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Oh, oh so this oh, was good. new to it you. It was new to you. That's All right. wonderful news. Well, then this is a tough question Jen is asking here. Yeah. yeah, but if you're good with names and you're paying close attention, you might just know the answer. Or if you know Tim, you might just know the answer. Here we go. Tim has a friend who listens to Christmas music year-round. What is her name? Okay, I don't know if I paid close enough attention to get it mixed up with the actual girl that called in, but for some reason I have Julie stuck in my head. Nope, it wasn't Julie. Oh, man. Julie, nice try. Okay, thanks. All right, we'll do it again Wednesday. Thanks. All right, Michelle, it's on you now. (laughs) Tim has a friend who listens to Christmas music year-round. What's her name? Um, That's the one thing that I wasn't... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough that's one. That's a really good one. That is a good one. Okay. Thanks for trying. Mm-hmm. All right. 
All right, Andy, your turn. Tim has a friend who listens to Christmas music year-round. What's her name? This is a total guess. Uh, Katie? You're right. Wow! Total guess? Are you kidding me? (laughs) No way. That's incredible. Well, I gotta thank I gotta thank my uh, wonderful coworker. Yeah, your coworker was telling you it's Katie. Oh, that's what was your coworker funny. doing? Did she feed you the info? Did she take notes? How how did you get that? She, I was like, where where did that come from? And she's like, I think it's uh, Katie or Kathy. Oh, wow! Wow! You better give her some money. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yep, no kidding. Five hundred dollars, bud. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a hundred. Okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Solid. That's good. <laughs> That's nice. Heck That's yeah. Great. Take her to lunch, give her a hundred bucks. Oh, well done. Awesome. All right, Andy. <laughs> wow, that's really good. Hey, yeah. Awesome. It's really, really good. So thank you so much for listening to the Jeff and Jen morning show and for playing Jeff and Jen's second date update. Happy ending. Oh, I love listening to you guys. Well, we love having you. <laughs> your treat <laughs> next chance to win the next brand new and this will be a brand new second date update for real yeah, we promise. wednesday 755 right here cincinnati's q102 825 mm-hmm. and uh while i was gone i got a bunch of emails piling up in my email box and uh, so i thought this would be a good time to clear out the jeff and jen email box the inbox let's clean out the inbox this came to us from laura last week she says uh hi jeff i wanted to reach out to you because i met a guy while working as a movie extra on the set of the movie killing of the sacred deer Uh, it's one of the many movies that's being filmed in and around cincinnati never heard of that one okay yeah isn't that the one with uh is that the one with Colin Farrell? Oh, is that the one? That's what I, I thought. No, I know he was playing like a doctor or something like that, and he's been up at Christ Hospital hmm. with Nicole Kimmon. Yeah. Email goes on to say that this guy that she met was responsible for directing all of the extras in the room, which were about, there were about 200 of us. He gave us a few instructions. We were sitting down at tables, and he told us that he didn't want to hear that clanging noise that you make when you set your forks and knives down on the plate. You have to be completely <laughs> silent because they add the sound effects later. Okay. It wasn't until the second scene or until late afternoon where we started to begin to notice each other. The first time we talked was when he asked me to move up closer to where I was standing. And the second time he had asked me to sit down at the table closer to where he was taking care of the filming. And he was instructing other extras like the, like the server when to come in. And we would start to glance at each other. And the glances kept getting longer ah. each time. And then we started staring at each other. And after I had finished my glance, he would continue to stare at me until I noticed that he was staring, and then I would shyly smile back. And we only talked briefly twice, and I really wanted to get his contact info, but there was never a convenient time to do it. So I was wondering if you could help me find him. I was a movie extra on August 31st, the last day of August. Okay. I was wearing a long evening black dress, because that's what the producers had asked us to wear for that scene. I would greatly appreciate your help in finding him. Wow. It's like a missed connection. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know his name, if he lives in Cincinnati, or how long he'll be in Cincinnati for. As you know, the film industry works late hours, so even if I do post this announcement, I don't know if 
I don't know if he'll even hear about right. this. He probably gets off work around 11 p.m. or later. Wow. So that is Laura in search of the guy coordinating the extras on the set of The Killing of the Sacred Deer. How does that work? Do they usually bring those people in from Hollywood? No. Or, oh, so no, they're usually would, locals. So he would be like a local guy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's the goal anyways. They try to employ as many locals as they can, but I don't know. Maybe this guy isn't from town. Who, who's to say? Did she say where like it was at? Like what location? She did not say what the location was. She said that they were just shooting a, a, a scene. Uh, it looks like a restaurant scene where she was wearing a long, formal black gown on the night of August 31st wow. of 2016. Well, this is, this is exactly why people need to carpe diem. You know, really. Seize the day. I mean, you just, hey, if you see somebody, because look at how tortured this woman is and has been now for two and a half weeks. Right. Send it to me. I'll send it to Kristen at the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Film Commission. We'll you employ never, her. You never know. See if she knows who we that person see. was. Or if you're listening and know that dude. Yeah. Dude. Tell him to holler at us. Then and we'll, reach out yeah. to we'll, us. We'll connect. Give us a ring. And we'll put you guys together. All right. Here's another one. This is from Jenny. Jenny says, Jeff, I'm a huge fan of Second Date Update, but can you use a little help getting this? Getting a first date with this guy. I was at Eli's this past Saturday the 17th. It was around 5 p.m. I was with a bachelor party when I stepped aside for a gentleman to walk past me in line to go to the other uh, register. And I apologize because half our party was ordering and we were taking up a fair amount of room, but I was distracted by his genuine smile. He appeared to be with who I thought with his father, sat a few tables behind us, just close enough to sneak some glances. By the time I worked up enough courage to write my name and phone number on a napkin, they were already walking away. Uh, What a bummer. He had light brown hair up in a bun, Mm -hmm. a beard, I want to say green eyes, fit, slender, and maybe right at or just shy of six feet. She said, I'm 5'3", so my height guesses aren't always the most accurate. But he wore khakis and a light gray Transformer shirt. Well, there you go. That's our clue because mm. you just described every dude at Eli's <laughs> right. until we got to the Transformer shirt. Right. Yes. So there you go. If you were with your dad or an older gentleman... At Eli's this past Saturday around 5 o'clock, and you encountered uh, uh, this bachelorette party of women, Mm -hmm. and you may have made eye contact with one of them. Her name is Jenny, and she would like to reach out to you. So give us a call or an email here. and That is so cool. We'll try to maybe send us a photo, and we'll send it to her. She can decide if it's the person or not. Trying to put people together. Matchmaking, matchmaking. Okay, and then we got another one. Uh, This one actually came to Fritch. We're cleaning out the inbox, Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a really cute one, too. You guys will like it. Uh, I was hoping you might help me thank a Mason police officer. I have no idea who he is. Here's the story. It's short. My fiancé, Andrew, and I were volunteering for United Way at Kings Island Sunday morning. We had time, so we went through the McDonald's drive-thru on Kings Mills Road I noticed a Mason police SUV in the lane next to me, but Andrew was being silly and making me laugh, so we didn't pay that much more attention. So we order, ended up behind the Mason police officer in line. Mm -hmm. When we got up to the pay window, the young lady said that the officer in the Mason police SUV in front of you paid for your breakfast. Yay! Yay! 
We were dumbfounded and couldn't figure out why he did it, but we were so touched. We should have done it for him because he gives to our community every day. Of course, he took off before we had a chance to catch up to him. So I'm hoping you might share this story and maybe someone in the Mason Police Department will hear it. Hopefully the amazing officer himself. This was around 8.30 in the morning on Sunday. This past Sunday, that would have been uh, yesterday, yesterday, September 18th, on Kings Mill Road at the Kings Mill Road McDonald's. He was driving a Mason police SUV that had either a number 18 or a number 16 on the side. She's not sure which. Uh, with the bad rap police get these days, it was just uh, great to see. And I just want to thank him for not only buying people he never met breakfast, but for risking his life every day for people in our community. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service, anonymous Mason police officer. Wow. That's Very cool. cool. And yeah. that is from Anne Marie. Anne Marie and her uh, hmm. and her fiance, Andrew. So there you go. The inbox is clean. Yay. <laughs> if you want to email us, though, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Yeah. Get something we, off your chest. We love letters. <laughs> yeah. We love letters. Patchy fog, sunny and warm today. We'll see you higher at 84. It is 67 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, it's 836. Patchy fog and sunny today. Once the fog burns off, it'll be sunny and warm. And we'll see you higher at 84. Right now, it's 67 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Giant neck tattoo might not make you totally unhirable after all. A new study out of Scotland. Again, this is Scotland. Who knows if this applies everywhere? But at least in Scotland, they found that having tattoos can actually improve your chances of getting some jobs. Okay. If you're trying to work somewhere that is trying to project an image of being hip and edgy. Chipotle. Then a tattoo can, I don't know about Chipotle, but. but have you ever noticed that? I mean, at least the ones that I go to, a lot of the, the people working there are young and they're pretty tatted up. Bars. I've not noticed one. that, but bars I noticed tenders. that at bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, I remember mm-hmm. when we went to Hell at the Moon for uh, the grand opening down at the banks. I was looking around. I'm like, I feel like everybody there had a tattoo. Not that it was, you know, a turnoff, but it was just funny to see. So, visible tattoos could help you get hired at some place like a bar, maybe even a tech startup mm-hmm. is an example. Uh, but they could hurt you if it were, say, a fancy restaurant or an accounting firm or an executive position. Although if you're covered up, I mean, I suppose if you're wearing like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, I mean, that's the trick is to, you know, how many yeah. people are going to really the neck gets you in trouble. The face. Mm-hmm. I've thought about getting a little one behind my ear. But if I put my hair up in a ponytail, my dad would see it. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew a girl that. So happened. are you out of the will? If he <laughs> what happens if your dad sees that? <laughs> He just gets disgusted. Like, I tried to hide the ones on my arms that I got last summer, and I didn't make it. I made it about, I made it a year, because he spotted it <laughs> the time before, he spotted it the time before last that he was here. So what would that, the 4th of July. What's that? It's just a tribal band. Why Dad. doesn't he like that you have them? Uh, he just, he's one of those people. Old school. Yeah, very much so. Why would you do that to yourself? You're going to regret that. You really want that there when you're 60 years old? (laughs) Everybody's heard it. Take it from somebody who's 70 plus years old. (laughs) Does anybody, did your dad, so mom, neither one, ever had any tattoos? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, are you kidding? 
My dad didn't want my mom to get her ears pierced. She oh, was like, wow. Yeah, she was in her 40s before she even had her ears pierced. Are they each other's firsts? I don't know about Ooh. that. What do you think? I, if I had to guess, no. My dad was quite the ladies' man. Oh, but they saw other people though. They dated other people. Oh before. God, yeah. They both. They both. When did, did they get together? College or they freshman year of college, and they dated for eight years before they got married. Oh wow! But so they dated during a while. the summers. Dad would go home, and mom would go to Chicago, and she wouldn't hear from him. Oh. And he had lots of girlfriends. What was Lair doing? I don't know. Huh. But knowing all of his friends, too. Mm-hmm. But you, my guess is that Larry comes from an era where having a tattoo would keep you from getting a job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I knew a girl that so had a little problem. heart on her face, like right underneath her eye, that she got when she was younger and mm-hmm. just thought like, oh, it's so cute. And then she went to try to be a professional and they're like, eh, you have a yeah. face tattoo. So she Not ended up getting it removed, and now she has a little scar right there. Hmm. I had this girl test me once. This is years ago. She got like one of those temporary tattoos. Uh-huh. She got of a four-leaf clover, and I was ready to break up with her on the spot. And I can't <laughs> even tell you why. Like yeah. I don't even know why. I just what bothered you about it. I, I couldn't yeah. even tell you. Yeah, I was just out. And then she told me it was fake, and I'm like. Thank God. But I think at that point it was over. You're like, we're back. So funny. Right. So funny. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you where your tattoo caused an issue for you? Yeah. 513-749-2320. There's a uh, restaurant in town. I won't say what it is, but there's obviously some sort of policy for their wait staff to not have their tattoos covered. And the first time I went there, I thought, oh, my God, everyone around here is sick. Like, oh, what yeah, is going yeah, on? They had band-aids over like, everywhere. Well, they were like, God. bandages and stuff? Yeah, they all were wearing, oh like, like, those brown bandages and wrapped around their so arms ridiculous. and their legs. And When I first started working here, it wasn't a tattoo, but I had my tongue pierced. And it was kind of like in the beginning when people first started piercing their tongues. And everyone in this building would stare at my mouth. So I just ended up taking it out because it was just one of those things that was like a real freak weird thing that everyone would stare at your mouth. And that's what's funny is that you don't come across to me as the type of person that would get their tongue tongue pierced. pierced. Yeah. Eh, Young and dumb. You know, it's exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) My girlfriend Sally and I wanted to do something crazy one day. That qualifies. That was it. We also asked a question on our Facebook page where Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook, Carrie said she worked in a lawyer's office and was told by one of the partners to start wearing darker pantyhose because of the ink on her ankle. I guess they didn't want to see it. But other than that, no issues for her. And then you brought up restaurants. Emily used to wait tables at a famous chain seafood restaurant and was told that she needed to do a better job of covering up her tattoo. Hmm. They would wear these white button-down shirts, and she had an undershirt on underneath it, and the tattoo was on her upper back. Hmm. So aside from putting a giant bandage on it, she didn't really need you know, like How else are you supposed to cover it? Right. But nothing was ever said to anyone who had tattoos that could be seen. That's a big one. It comes up with wedding dresses, too. The bride will get the makeup to cover the ink. Yeah, how does the makeup do? Is it? I don't know. I've never had any experience with it. I'm not sure. 
Because you figure actresses that have tattoos or actors that have tattoos, right. that they can't have it in. I wonder how good the makeup is at covering that stuff up. It works well. They have that really thick, like, HD makeup you can buy. And the Kat Von D mm-hmm. stuff is really good. Sarah. Yes. When did your tattoo cause an issue for you? Um, I got a tattoo on my leg when I was 18 and one on my ankle when I was 19. And um, I ended up working at a couple... Uh, let's just say private um, schools. Some of them were daycares. And I would have to wrap my entire calf with an ace bandage, and I would have to put a bandage on my ankle <laughs> if I wanted to wear shorts or anything. And the kids all knew it was there. Right. You know, they all wanted to see the kitty or the flower. And the parents would come in on their days off in T-shirts and tank tops and some of them would be completely sleeved out and everything, yeah. but, it but that was just, just looks worse to me. Like when you're putting gauze all over yourself, it just looks like there's yeah. been some kind of outbreak. I know, <laughs> right? I mean, and the kids all knew it was there. They liked to see, you know, the pretty rose or the kitty cat. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids loved it, but yeah. and it wasn't the parents; it was the employers that had a problem the with employers. it. Employers, so, right? Yeah, it's funny. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Diana. Oh, hi. How are you? Uh, it wasn't me, but it was my husband. <laughs> oh, yeah? And I didn't know he was going to do it, he did it for a Christmas present. <laughs> and it went all the way down from his shoulder, all the way down his arm, and it was my name with these roses. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, it was really big. I mm-hmm. away from the forum, and it was blue and red and everything. But he went back to work, and he's a computer programmer, and uh, he... Uh, he has like a golf shirt, so it kind of showed, but the boss kind of saw it, and he said, dude, what, what did you do? Oh, no. <laughs> did he have a problem with it, or was he just... Oh, yeah, I was really kind of surprised, because he, he really didn't, and he, you know, nobody ever said anything about it, because it was humongous. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, you so would I, think in a tech job. Yeah, I like it, though. I, I just, I thought it was one of those you stick on and pull off, and I kept saying, okay, you can take it off now, and he goes... This is for real. Oh, wow. Uh Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.